The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, an anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Got Games in Dell City, Green Bambino, Paseo Plunge, and My Chic Geek in Oklahoma City, and Waving Wheat Bakery and Bistro in Norman, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 223 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. A newly created newsletter hopes to bring the cosplay community together. The Sentinel is highlighting featured cosplayers, artists, and events. Joining us is Andrew Mills, who you might remember from episode 180 of the Okie Geek Podcast on legendary toyography. Along with Andrew is his partner with the Sentinel, Petra Germany. Welcome to the Okie Geek Podcast. Thank you for having us. So, hey, thanks. So tell us, what is the, the Sentinel newsletter? Well, um, the Sentinel is, I mean, you, like you said, it's a, a newsletter that we uh, developed a couple of months ago to try to bring, you know, the, the cosplay community to get together, not only with uh, conventions and um, events going on around the city, but, um, you know, we were sitting there one day and we were, Petra and I are business partners, and we were thinking, like, there's really nothing that is a one-stop shop for what upcoming conventions you got going on or events around the cosplay community or pop culture world. And, um, you know, we just decided, you know what, like if there's nothing out there, let's create it. And, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what, what the Sentinel arose from. So. And Petra, you yeah, do cosplay, right? Mm-hmm. Is that right? I do. Yeah. A little bit here and there. <laughs> so, so I guess that's why you kind of wanted to do something like this. Yeah. Um, 2020 has been a bit of an extraordinary year for everyone and it's hit a lot of cosplayers pretty hard because um they depend on conventions and like bigger meetups or things like that to see a lot of their friends or even like they may have made connections even internationally or you know they only get together one once a year at you know san diego comic con and that's where they see all their friends or they make big cosplay plans to do a big group event or something and just in 2020 nothing was happening Mm -hmm. for anyone and a lot of people got really despondent and a lot of people got really creative in weird ways like there was a lot of virtual conventions virtual costume contests and people just started crafting like crazy uh, myself included I think I did, what did I do, 25 cosplays last year? Oh, my God, (laughs) 25. So when I say a little bit, I mean a lot. So um, it was just an interesting thing. We just had to, like, keep in touch with people any way we could, and it was just, uh, oh, let's maybe see if we can do a photo shoot where we not all get sick or Mm. something. And just the planning was such a huge effort every time that we were just like, well, let's just all put it down and, like, let people know in advance and then everybody can come or not, but at least they know what's going on and we're not all like dying of boredom. (laughs) Right. Just again, like a one-stop shop for, for people, for cosplayers. Correct. Yeah. One of the things that we wanted to to do is we wanted to be able to highlight um, certain cosplayers and artists. Um, You know, it was a great start to to my photography um, business, you know, doing the, the toy action figure photography and, I met a lot of great people at, at a lot of cons, but 
um, you know, one of the things that I never really thought I was going to do would be um, cosplay photography. And, and when all the conventions shut down, um, you know, and that was going to be my livelihood, I had, uh, had to figure out other ways to be able to be creative. And so um, I, I've kind of developed into um, Studio 4 Photography. That's my, my um, corporation name. Um, I do a lot of different things, you know, but in large part, one of the things that I didn't expect to do until I met Petra um, was cosplay photography. And um, I, you know, I had a lot of friends in the community, but it just wasn't something that quite interests me, despite even the action figure stuff. But um, the more I saw the, the craftsmanship and the, you know, the, the art that went into putting together cosplays, the more I appreciated it. And, um, you know, just the, the brag on my business partner here, she's probably one of the best that I've seen when it comes to cosplay and, and, and her builds and, and what she does to, to, you know, put her, uh, her cosplay builds together. And, um, you know, we started shooting and, and, you know, trying to be COVID safe, but still, uh, you know, enjoy our, our 2020 the best we could. And, um, you know, I wanted to make sure that we had a platform with the Sentinel that not only be able to engage with people and, and get information out there, but, um, uh, to show off and, and highlight those cosplayers who put in so much effort and so much work into their, um, into their craft. So, one of the things that we do for cosplayers is they get a free um, one hour photo session with studio four. Um, they can use those pictures for whatever they want. If they, if they want to sell them at cons, if they want to uh, use it for their social media push or, or whatever, the only thing we ask is that they just hold off on posting those photos until after we give the, uh, the people of the Sentinel an opportunity to be able to see them first. But um, after that, you know, their, their photos are free for them to be able to kind of push and, and hopefully market themselves and, and kind of build a better following. And we're doing the same thing for, for artists as well. Um, we had, uh, last month was, uh, or excuse me, November was the, uh, McNoodle craft emporium, which is a, mm-hmm. um, big staple at cons and then they're phenomenal. And so, um, this month actually our, our featured artist of the year uh, of the month is actually going to be Petra. She, she runs her own Etsy store and, <laughs> and, um, it was also an artist as well. So we, we just want to be able to have a platform for, um, you know, for cosplayers and for artists alike to be able to show off, especially right now when there's no cons, mm-hmm. you, know, you have no way to be able to kind of show off your, your art. And we wanted to be able to do that for people. For those people who don't know much about cosplay, Petra, how long does it take to put together? I know it varies. Obviously, sometimes you can just do your closet cosplay, but but if you're really trying to put together something that's really intricate, how long does that take you? That strongly depends on the the costume, mm-hmm. your time available to you and your motivation to use that time so i think my most intricate build to date was aloy from the video game horizon zero dawn which i actually did as a let's see if you can do this petra (laughs) by andrew and i'm just like okay fine and i think i crammed about 200 hours of work in three weeks and it was just it's just nuts but it's this weird like twilight zone of creativity where you're just like i'm gonna do this and i'm not gonna sleep and coffee's my best friend (laughs) and you know you laugh you cry you're at your wits end at some point but then you're done you're like yeah i did it you know um so it it really really depends i mean some cosplayers uh just really are um intimidated by some of the aspects and decide to like go a route of purchasing costumes which is perfectly valid sometimes you have to kind of 
figure in the like cost benefit analysis like if i can buy that thing for twenty dollars versus how long it would take me at the hourly rate i would mm-hmm. be able to justify paying myself right like yeah just buy the thing it's it's most of the time it's not worth the trade-off but if it's really something custom that you can't get anywhere mm-hmm. else that you really have to make from scratch then you can really uh, sink some serious time into it. So it, it really varies from an afternoon to six months. Like right. it just strongly depends where you land and like how you want to go about it. Like some people cast something in like cast their full body into a mold and then mold like a Superman suit onto themselves. That's just custom fit. And then you can never eat again, basically. <laughs> but, <laughs> so um, that's one end of the spectrum. And some people like use fabric paint on an old t-shirt and a pair of shorts. And then that's, that's that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's all of it is perfectly fine. Sometimes I think it's amazing where it's like a simple hack where um, I researched recently um, how to make a, a grappling gun for somebody. Really? And it literally involves a blow dryer and three coat hangers <laughs> and some paint. And I was like, huh, okay. Cause you can like 3d print the whole thing and that'll take you forever. And you know, you can just go crazy and build it from scratch and that'll cost you a bunch of money. Or you can just go to Goodwill and get, coat hangers and a blow dryer and call it good like sometimes you gotta appreciate the ingenuity over like or along with the craftsmanship because sometimes you just you can sculpt the whole thing out of nothing or you can just get like oh wait a minute that works you yes. know so it depends well it's like i, I see it so many times when the the from video games these massive massive swords that would actually be physically impossible for anyone to carry around. But you know, when you have to cosplay, you have to still have that sword. So you don't want to make it out of metal. So, you know, the, the creativity of, of cosplayers to make this look metallic, but not actually be as heavy as an actual sword would be. That's the kind of things you're talking about. Yeah. And um, especially with weapons, like a lot of conventions have very stringent weaponry guidelines, which they should. However, there's so many stands just like selling metal swords there so i don't know where the you know i guess it makes sense to someone but um yeah you have to make something that's stable and safe to wear that won't fall apart on you while you're putting it on that will withstand a day of walking around sitting whatever in a in the case of a giant sword you got to figure out a way to like lug it around all day (laughs) without throwing your back out or something while also being able to get it through the check Mm -hmm. you know so it's like uh, yeah no no don't take that so and then you have to figure out a way for it to be stable and also to look like the real thing with you know well a lot of people make something out of foam sheets which is essentially like yoga mats yeah just a little bit denser and it's like this is now that so mm-hmm. <laughs> and is that the kind of hacks are we expecting those kinds of hacks in the, in the sentinel yeah, um, sorry. They definitely won't be coming from me because I, uh, <laughs> I am not a, a craftsman, um, you know. But we wanted to with a lot of the hacks. Like um, Petra puts together a couple of articles for each issue at the beginning of the month, and um, some of it will range just from you know, will be like hacks that you can kind of get away with um, trying to, you know, find a, a good um, cost balance to your cosplay. Others will be just uh, talking about just the love and passion. And, and honestly, the, the biggest part about cosplay, and I, I think Petra can attest to this, is just having the confidence to be able to go out and do it. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure that, that people understand that, like, hey, whether you're 
you know, you have a foam sword or a real metal sword, either way, like if, if you're showing off that character, embracing that character and everything, like that's what we really want out of the community. So yeah, you'll see a lot of those hacks. We uh, we also do kind of a side podcast because uh, we want weekly content coming out from the Sentinel. So oh, yeah. we'll have a, a side podcast coming out um, on Monday to um, That's great. You know, and the last time we had one, we just talked about just like when you're going out doing a cosplay photo shoot, like some of the checks and balances to be able to, to get the most out of your, your photo shoot and, and how to be safe when you're doing it. So we try to, to incorporate as much as that as possible. And, and so, but um, any kind of cosplay hacks. That's why I, I got uh, Petra on board to, to help me with it because she is certainly uh, more qualified than I am for that. So. Will that will that also be called the Sentinel the the podcast? It is, yeah. Oh, that's so what, what we uh, when we originally rolled it out the pod or the the whole newsletter, we were just taking email subscriptions, um, and you know, shame on me for living in 2021 and not thinking about using social media. It's uh, a <laughs> to really promote this. So um, when I sent you the invite, for example, we had just launched the Facebook page and we were like, you know what, let's, let's do it this way. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a newsletter, but it's really just a Facebook group that um, we, we wanted to start. And, and um, one of the things that we did as well, and, and uh, a lot of people kind of questioned why, at least to, to me anyways, was we made the group um, exclusive. So like you, you have to be given an invite in order to be a part of the group. Um, and the reason why we did that was because we wanted the community to build itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and, and it's important that you, you network and you make friends and you get to know people. And, and we wanted to be able to have instead of just some rando, you know, guy on the internet coming along and saying, Oh, Hey, let me join this group. And then all of a sudden start trolling people and, and being negative and things like that. Like, no, we wanted to, to, build friendships and allow people, mm-hmm. I mean, really what Facebook started as is allow people to network with people who they might know through others mm-hmm. um, and kind of build that community. So we'll have the podcast airing last Monday. We did the highlight, a uh, highlighted cosplayer of the month who was uh, Susie um, at Susie creates uh, cosplay on Instagram. And she, uh, she does a phenomenal wonder woman. She also uh, um, does a couple of other uh, closet cosplays, you know, usually weekly, but she, actually debuted her black widow cosplay um last monday on the sentinel for us so um and then this week again we'll we'll do um do the podcast it'll drop on monday and and uh um hopefully have a couple of interesting conversational uh, topics to be able to bring up so and where can people find it was the same place that people find just all of the podcasts apple google etc no so the, the podcast will air specifically on um the the facebook group page um, we, uh, again, like we want to make sure that you, you join the group before, um, we, uh, um, you know, just throw out all the content, uh, not necessarily for any other reason other than the fact that we want it to feel exclusive to people and mm-hmm. we want them to feel like they're a part of something special. Um, and so there's no qualifications to be able to join the group at all, other than the fact that we want someone to be able to invite you to it. Right. Um, and that person can be myself or, or Petra for, um, you know, I'll, I'll plug my social media real quick. It's at studio underscore four underscore photography. Um, so out of all the names I could have chose for my photography business, there was one other person that had studio Four photography and they <laughs> took the, uh, the Instagram handles. I had to throw, uh, underscores in there, but, um, shoot me a note on, on Facebook or on Instagram and, and I'll send you the invite. I'm sure Petrol would, would do the same. Um, it, you know, if it's something that you're, you're wanting to do and, and we're just hoping we're, extremely thankful that it, it, it's grown as quickly as it has because we've only rolled it out a couple of weeks ago and mm-hmm. we're already over 150 members on it and and i think that'll only continue to grow for us so 
And while we're on it, Petra, what's your, uh, what's the way that people get you on social media? I can be found at just about every social media venue at uh, Hall of Femme. That's all one word. So it's H-A-L-L-O-F-F-E-M-M-E. Uh, except it. on TikTok. TikTok sucks because somebody took that name <laughs> oh, and it no. has nothing to do with it. And they've never made a single post. We've reached out to them and it's uh. like they don't even probably exist. And I'm like, ah. So um, I'm Hall of Femme on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, which I never use. But, you know, anywhere you see Hall of Femme, it's most likely me, except for TikTok. And just, yeah, reach out. Uh, you'll get a long, wordy response. But <laughs> I'll be happy to help with anything. That's fantastic. It, we, of course, 2020, almost all after starting after March, every con got got canceled, got closed, got moved. Uh, but 2021, hopefully we're going to start building that back up. Is, is that your hope as you're starting to build this community? Yeah. Um, one of the things that, that Petra and I have talked about, um, because we, uh, um, we have collaborated on a lot of projects. Um, out of those 25 cosplays that she said that she did uh, last year, I probably shot 21 or 22 of them. Um, and um, one of the things that we, we really would like to do and it and i don't know if it'll happen in 2021 but, but possibly 2022 is we'd like to actually grow the sentinel to the point where we could host our own con mm-hmm. um and, and do something and, and not maybe not very big to the size of like a wizard world or something like that but something that um will allow to be the community to be able to come together and and um you know celebrate the art and and everything in cosplay and and all that kind of stuff but um yeah we want to be able to take a look at upcoming events. Um, you know, if, if I could have, have a second to plug something that we have coming up a charity yeah. event actually next month. Um, so one of the things that we want to do with the Sentinel is like I said, put, put together and host events. Um, and so for next uh, month for Valentine's day, um, we are hosting a charity event called a heart for cosplay. And um, that charity event is going to be hosted by studio four and hall of Fem. Um, and basically the concept is we, Went to the community. We found 10 cosplayers willing to uh, donate their time for charity. And we are going to auction off those cosplayers. So um, Petra is going to be one of the cosplayers out there. So God help you can, me. You, you, can, <laughs> you can take a bid on, on Petra. Um, and if you win that bid, you will get Petra out in any of the cosplays that she has of her that, that you would like her to, to be in. And you'll get a one-hour photo shoot with Studio 4 with, uh, with the cosplayer that you won your bid on. Um, cool. and all the money that we raise will go to, um, feed the children, um, <laughs> as well as, um, uh, children's, uh, tumor foundation. Um, let me look that up, make sure that I'm, I'm getting that name right. But, um, we really, like I said, we wanted to be able to kind of not only donate our, our time, but donate, you know, actual, um, tangible money that these, uh, organizations can, can use to be able to, um, you know, be able to go out and yeah, the children's tumor foundation, um, to be able to go out and, you know, do what really cosplayers should be doing all along. And that's the, um, you know, bring some smiles to some kids. And so hopefully we'll be able to do that with this charity event. Well, and you mentioned a possible convention. I tell you, I've this, I think it's 2015, 2016, somewhere around there. There was so many cost the conventions that were just starting to pop up. And it's amazing. All you have to do is start one. Doesn't matter how big it is. Yeah. As long yeah. as you can stick around for a couple of years, uh, the, it'll grow. It grows really fast. And I don't think there's an actual 
cosplay convention. There's conventions, of course, where people do cosplay, but yeah. I don't know if there's one actually just dedicated to cosplaying. It's at least not in Oklahoma. No, I don't think in Oklahoma, not that I know of. And like, if there is, and you feel terribly offended that we've forgotten about you or never knew you existed, please let us know. We'll correct ourselves. Please do. But, um, join, join the Sentinel and let us know. <laughs> yeah. so. Tell us all about it. Um, no, I know like, cosplay is always a really integral part of any sort of convention. I mean, that's, of course, Comic-Con or, you know, Dragon Con and uh, Atlanta being a huge one or uh, Planet Comic Con in uh, Kansas City mm-hmm. or Fan Expo in Dallas. Those are like the big ones around here. And then there's the Wizard World Tulsa. There's Sooner Con mm-hmm. here in OKC. And there's a couple of like Shawnee has a Comic Con. Enid has a Comic Con. Like if you have a like city limit sign, you potentially also have a small convention attached yes, exactly. to your town. But um, yeah, I don't. No, there uh, there are several like really prestigious cosplay contests mm-hmm. that are like like I said, this is just a, a big part of why a lot of people tune in to like last year tune into the channel that the conventions had, or uh, it's always like I said a big part of it. But to be honest with you, I don't know that there is one that is just yeah. singularly dedicated to cosplay. Like I have never even thought about that in depth, and now I can't think of any right and i well, that's why i say the cosplay is more of i don't want to say afterthought because it is there are some that that the the san diego comic-con's cosplay is huge everybody you know big, all the big names go there but it's again it seems like an afterthought that we go okay we're having a convention oh and we got to have a cosplay contest whereas actually having a convention for cosplayers and for people who've never been to a or or would maybe want to be a part of it, but but don't know where to start. It sounds like it would be a great way to, to great convention to have. Yeah, and that's uh, you know, with with the convention, um, along with uh, the business that that Petra and I have together, that was one of the things that um, we wanted to be able to do in in you know collaboration with the Sentinel, obviously. But um, there's so many cosplayers out there who have so many ideas of what they want to do, but mm-hmm. they don't know where to start. And obviously there, there's a cost to doing business for myself and for Petra, but we wanted to be able to give them resources, free and, and paid resources that they can get through us to be able to not only um, learn how to build their own cosplay or maybe commission stuff through, through Petra because she does commission work as well, mm-hmm. uh, but to also give them a, a photographer you know, within myself who specializes in cosplay photography to be able to, to show off their hard work and um, one of the cons, very few cons that we did last year was uh, the pop con, pop and horror con that was in Midwest City about mid year. And um, I did, uh, I had the toyography booth one day, and then the next day I did a Studio Four booth. And I, I had the opportunity to be able to uh, sell a photo package to a cosplayer up in Tulsa who had never, had never gone out in cosplay before, um, nor had her pictures taken in cosplay before. And um, we were up there and, and I went up there and it was only supposed to be a, a 90 minute photo shoot. And I was there for six hours. Wow. Um, and, and I couldn't tell her no, like it time was up because she was having so much fun with it. And she yeah. was 17 year old girl, never, you know, finally having the confidence to go out and do cosplay. And I was like, okay, you know what? My, my afternoon is, is, is well spent being able to help her kind of, you know, pursue, pursue those, those dreams. And so mm-hmm. with the idea of doing a cosplay con, um, I think it would be a phenomenal um, reach for the community. And, and especially because we're centrally located with St. Louis, Kansas city, Dallas, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, it would be a great place for other uh, cosplayers around the, the region to be able to come to. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, we just wanted to be able to to really kind of showcase and highlight that that thought of community um, and bring people together for all the right reasons. Um, one of the things that we have planned for mid-year, and, and I wanted to touch on it just because Petra had mentioned about, um, you know, some of the more prestigious cosplay contests that are out there. Um, we had the idea of doing a um, cosplay contest, um, but it's going to be set in the vein of the Oscars. Ah, so yes. people will people will nominate um, their cosplays through photos on social media, and we'll have all the info. Follow me, follow Petra on Instagram, and you'll see how to be able to be involved in that and how to submit. Um, but they wanted to. Uh, we want to be able to let them submit their their cosplays that fit categories that we have through social media, um, I will go through and I will select the nominees um, through all the ones who, who have posted mm-hmm. um, and to make sure that there is no Regency bias um, in the community because, unfortunately, it is what it is. People are friends. You have friends who are judging friends and contests and right. stuff like that. We wanted to make this as unbiased as possible. So I went out and found cosplayers who don't even live in the state of Oklahoma to um, be our academy for this, uh, for this, uh, we're calling it the Coskers. Um, <laughs> Terribly so, clever, I know. Yeah, and so uh, they're going to uh, to be the Academy. So I'll present the nominees to them. They'll select the winners, and we will actually host a Academy Awards um, night called the Coskers and allow people to be able to come out dressed up in non-cosplay. We want them to come out dressed up and and in their best um, just to come out, hang out, have fun in the community. And then we'll celebrate their art through their nominations and, and everything like that. So we're, we're partnering with a couple of other cosplayers in the community to make this happen, but it'll probably be around June or July. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to do it right around SoonerCon if, if SoonerCon still happens this mm-hmm. year. Um, but I think that'll be something that we'll be able to bring everyone together. And we're going to like, it doesn't matter if, if you have a $20 closet cosplay that you, you know, pulled out and put together, or you spent 200 hours like Petra did on, on Aloy mm-hmm. where we are going to appreciate, um, we're going to appreciate it all and make sure that everyone has an opportunity to be able to be highlighted and feel, and feel like their, you know, their art has value. And we want to um, be able to do that in a special way. And, and if we can give out a couple of uh, cheesy looking Oscar awards, then we'll, we'll go ahead and, uh, you know, have fun with it as well. So I think it'll be something fun. So if you, if you want, if you're interested in it, you want to know more, um, on my page and on Petra's page, we'll have some more info coming out in the next few weeks. So, and the Sentinel, please. So. Yes. We should do like the, the Beyonce, we should do like the Beyonce thing where it's like, you just change your outfit 20 times during <laughs> yeah. the ceremony. Well, and I love that. I love that idea because again, I, I think the appreciation is, is there for if you go to a certain con and you, you win whatever award, but the idea of creating more of a ceremony just for cosplayers to 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 be a part of, I, I what a what a wonderful opportunity for people to see some of the best of the best. Oh yeah, definitely. There is a so we're a part of an Oklahoma cosplayer group that has about three thousand members. Wow, in it, um, and I'm sure not everyone there is a cosplayer, you mm-hmm. know, or, or at least an inactive cosplayer, um, but I. I wouldn't have bet $5 that there were that many cosplayers or people interested in cosplay uh, whenever I first started uh, my, my photography business. And so if even half of them 
um, end up wanting to really be a part of something bigger and, and um, with, with the Sentinel and with an award show like the, the Coscars, um, that I think it could be something, you know, pretty special and, and um, really hopefully something to, to bring some people together in 2021, especially after the year we just had with, yeah. with all the pandemic and, and the elections and stuff like that, not to get political, but if there's anything that we need, it's, it's definitely to be uh, everyone to get along and have a little bit of unity. And so hopefully we can pull that off this year. I think it's the one thing to bring people together is cosplay. No matter what, because yep. you, you can, doesn't matter what your politics is, doesn't matter what your religion is, everyone gets together and dresses up because that's, it's, it's becoming a new character. Some, it gets you kind of out of the, 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 the closet of, of being shy and, and, and kind of withdrawn and you get to be somebody else. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And it's just fun. It's yes. just good fun. Like everybody gets super stoked anytime the Spirit Halloween store opens its doors. Mm-hmm. And this is just whenever. But it's just it's just fun. And it's literally a bunch of grown-ups playing dress up, mm-hmm. whether it's for charity or for hopefully winning a contest or just because it's Tuesday and you're bored. Yeah. Like it's, you know. We, we love dressing up as ha- in Halloween and now we get to do it all the time. That's the beauty of cosplay. Yep. Correct. Just get to dress up. Uh, deal. So, um, anything else you guys want to want to make sure and mention before before we take off here? Um, not that I can think of. I mean, the, the biggest thing for me is again, reach out to us if you want to invite to the Sentinel. Um, if you if you're listening to this podcast and you're already a, a member of the group, please mm-hmm. you know feel free to invite anyone. Like we have several members on the group who have nothing to do with cosplay. They just enjoy the content and being able to kind of see what's going on and. And although we were very heavily talking about cosplay in this, like it is a very much a pulp culture uh, mm-hmm. newsletter and we'll talk about upcoming conventions and, and projects and things that are going on. And, and um, for, for me and my studio for studio four and for hall of um, we actually will, we'll start planning out um, quarterly events um, for the cosplay community, whether they're charity events like this one uh, that we got coming up next month or the Coscars or, or things like that. We, uh, we're, we're definitely going to be hopefully fingers crossed doing some really fun stuff in the cosplay community. And, and, um, uh, for, uh, for the partners that we already have that, that have, you know, kind of helped and been involved. I, I can't thank you guys enough for everything you've done. If you're listening to this, um, mm-hmm. there's too many to even possibly go through and think, but, um, it's allowed us through a year of 2020, the, you know, building a portfolio and working together and, Petra and I not killing each other on long road trips <laughs> while we're going to go, uh, you know, do a photo shoot. It's allowed us to be able to set ourselves up in a position in 2021 where, you know what, now we can give back yeah. to the community. Let's, let's do something special. So um, that's really all I have. Um, Petra. I have a question for Michael. Yes. This is like the reading of the tea leaves. If you had your pick of cosplays or Halloween costumes, whatever, what would you pick? Oh, I've always wanted to dress up as the doctor from Doctor Who. Just, Which and, one? Oh, well, I always would probably go for the fourth doctor, but then... Is that, uh, is that the one with the scarf? Yeah, the one with the scarf. Always. Okay. I, that was my favorite one. Uh, but then, of Aww. course, obviously, David Tennant's the 10th the doctor. I mean, just... Oh, heck yeah. You know, just amazing. I, I, love all, I, I love the fact that you can, do, you can dress up as the doctor and everyone knows exactly who you are. And so yeah, that's, they have very distinctive looks. Yeah. Um, but I, I've never really gotten around to doing any kind of cosplay except for, I, I kind of thrown some things together just to dress up, uh, every now and then, but, but nothing, nothing as intricate as what I've seen. And I would love to be able to do something like that, but I've never gotten around to it. 
Well, no time like the present. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we've established that the $20 closet cosplay is just as valid mm -hmm. as the $2,000 custom 3D printed thing. So, yeah. hey. Yeah, exactly. Get and, get learn how to knit and get started. That scarf's like eighty feet long. So. Oh, I've got, I've got the scarf already. I've got <laughs> oh, the scarf and the hat. Uh, I just done. needed like I was looking at the coat and I was like, there's just so much, and but the, to make it perfect. And that's the I think that's the problem is I I try to be too perfect when it comes to cosplay, and I don't think, it, you know, I sometimes I think you could just throw something together, and and I just haven't had the guts to do that yet. Well, don't let perfect be the enemy of good. Yes. And I think you already might be a cosplayer. That is very familiar so. rhetoric. Yes. I've heard that before. Well, and I'll tell you what, if, if you decide to put it together, um, you can you can count me in for, for a photo shoot. We'll get you a poster-sized photo to put up next to that Batmobile that's hopefully still in your office. It's so, so. yes. Very, very proudly, proudly per, uh, displayed in my office. Very yeah, much so. Uh, and like when, it's that easy. Yeah, exactly. That, it goes that fast. And when you guys get closer to the Coscars, you got to come back on the show because I want to hear more about that too when we get closer to it and we have a date and everything right like on. that. So, All right, thank you guys so very much. Thank you. Thank you. So that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Okie Geek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU Michael C. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Well, please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can find us on Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify and Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Andrew Mills and Petra Germany, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on. Geek on.